feeling the COVID blues? Tired of Zoom classes? Bored of Netflix parties? Let's Nintendo switch it up with Janelle, JD, and Javier on COVID culture, only on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. We'll be bringing you COVID-related lifestyle content and tips on how to stay safe. Things may be uncertain, but we are certainly here for you. Hello and welcome back to COVID Culture. I'm Janelle. I'm Javier. And today we are accompanied by a new guest, Lydia. Yeah, okay, so fun fact, Lydia and I were on the same show last year this time. Yeah. Before it went to like lockdown, like yeah. the circuit breaker. It was so, called um, Nerd a lot, and we had a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we so it's been a year, Lydia, since we've been on air together. Yeah. Oh, good. I miss this. <laughs> oh, also, if you're wondering why we have a special guest today, it's because JD isn't here. Uh, JD is sick. She has a fever and a sore throat, you know. So she's resting at home. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, JD, I hope you're feeling better. Okay, and so this week is week seven. Yeah, it's midterms week. It's hell week. It's hell week oh. for everyone. <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, just quick, I, quick catch up. How are you doing, Lydia? Oh, man. um, Not great. <laughs> Honestly, I've been really, really, really busy. I don't know. I don't know how people do it, man. I also, I'm not yeah. sure how... I'm pro- sure that everyone is busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure everyone's, like, really busy this time around. Like, mm-hmm. as in, at this period of time. You know, like, midterms, assignments. Do you have a lot of midterms and assignments? I had four. This, I had oh. four submissions and... Four submissions slash midterms this week. So, there was one on Monday, one on Wednesday, and two today. So, I actually finished one, and I'm still rushing the other, because it's due Man. at 2359. That sounds so scary and so tiring. And on top of that, I still had, like, all my tutorials, and, like, oh. the tutorial work and stuff oh yeah I saw you in tutorial Wednesday yeah. <laughs> oh tutorial isn't cancelled for you this huh? week is wait is that a norm I don't have tutorials this week at all because wait, of why? midterms yeah it's because of midterms so they cancelled all the tutorials did you what a life normal. outside fest <laughs> what a life outside fest that we did not know about no, it's not fest it's economics wait uh, wait econs? yes econs tend huh. to cancel their Econs tend to cancel their tutorials if there's midterms that week. Oh wow, that's interesting. That is so lucky. I just saw Lydia on like in class on Wednesday and the two yeah. of us looked like we were dying. I literally yeah. messaged her and I was like, Do you have a class before this? Because I looked like, you know. And she's like, I just woke up and I'm like, I had a whole day of class too. So yeah. I mean, okay, it's a nice transition to, you know, go from seeing Jen on Zoom every week to now finally in person in studio yeah it's like we always just message each other yeah. and then it's like we always like when are we seeing each other when are we going out when are we never by the way um, is Javier's first time in the studio how do you feel yes I feel the studio is very very nice and I, I mean <laughs> I'm still inexperienced at this so hopefully I'll get used to this does it make you feel more nervous Yes, it definitely makes me feel more nervous because I get to see two live people, like two people live. <laughs> two live <in> people, <laughs> JD. We weren't live before. <laughs> oh, I remember the first time, like the first time I ever had a show in studio, right? Then um, I was with another three like broadcasters. They were all new, mm-hmm. so we were just like we were so nervous. So we made the producer do everything like for the first few talks, and then we were just jumping around. We were like, oh my god, I'm so scared, I'm so scared. One more minute, no. It was. <laughs> It's like a whole new experience there. It's been a year. Yeah. Only honestly when you're when you're new at this, it can be quite daunting. Mm-hmm. Like especially oh my god, when like dead air happens, that's scary. Like, oh, like the silence, panic. right? You just look at each other, someone it's say like, something. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean you are also afraid that you might clash with someone and then say things at the same time. So you're like it's a sh- it's yeah, a game of who says. I think it, it flows better in person if you overlap because that's how like dialogue works. Right? There are always yeah. people who are like talking over each other. Yeah, yeah. On Zoom, it's more difficult because uh, when your audio overlaps, like the other person, like basically the softer person may be drowned out. And yeah, it gets cut out. Get, yeah, but it's easier out. like this way. So welcome back to the studio. Okay, <laughs> so like you know, since it's been midterms, probably all of us are studying at home, right? I mean, this, I know you're studying hall, so it's kind of like school. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay, but Javier and I'm I were studying from home. 7. Yeah, so how was it like studying from home compared to like what you usually like study outside? Actually, like what's the norm for you and how is it now? Actually, for me, uh, the norm is studying in school definitely, coming to CLB every single day. That's how I spend my past few recess week, like every single oh. day spending in the CLB. From the moment it opens to the moment it closes. So what time does it open? It opens <laughs> at 9am. She's testing you! She's <laughs> testing you! I'm not testing you, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know either. So what time does it close? 9pm. But they'll start chasing you at 8.45pm. Damn. So are you allowed to leave your things there? Are there power outlets? There are power outlets, but you're not allowed to leave your things overnight. So that's... Overnight? Wait, who... Li- what? Huh? Overnight? I- 
I mean, if you don't know, there are some people who likes to leave their things overnight. And oh, like they chop the seat, is it? That kind of thing. Yeah, if you take a look at like ERC, I think uh, they tend to leave their things overnight. Like we- what? Laptop? No, right? Have, have. There are some people who leave their laptops. Which These is people baller. Too yeah, rich already. They don't, they don't, they don't like, they don't, they're not scared of losing their laptop. Yeah. Just, wow. I mean, when you come to university, the value of a laptop drops tremendously. Does it? Does it? Does it? it? I mean, I mean, I'm quite sure, Javier, your laptop wasn't, it didn't like decline in value. If anything, it increased in value because you had all your notes in it, right? <laughs> I mean, that was not lost in school. So, I mean, if it's in school, you see the amount of laptops that are lying around. Just take a look at Starbucks during lunch hour. Yeah. Okay, a quick like input on laptops being left in school, right? When I was in poly, like um in poly, right, we used to study like you know what concourse is? It's just like along the stretches of the lecture theaters, like those tables there. So that's how we did our group projects and stuff. And then, uh, my close friend was in another clique, and we used to sit like along those. And then they just left their laptops on the table, right? Some guy came into the school, closed their laptops, and just took it. Wait. So you saw that happening? No, no, no. We didn't see it happening. As in like. So, um, the whole group of them left mm. their stuff on the table thinking oh like nothing God. would happen. Like, I heard of it because it was my good friend, right? And then, they asked the table beside them if they saw. Mm. And apparently, the guy who stole it was really young. So, they thought it was like a friend. Like, taking it for them somewhere else. I'm not sure. Was he in oh, a place wow. with CCTV? Yes, but... Like, okay, I think the guy was wearing a cap was... Oh, I think the guy was wearing a cap or something. So, like, couldn't really, like, identify him. But yeah, it's actually really scary because, you know, school compound is very open. NUS is very open, like, Anyone from outside can come in as well. So yeah. I think, you know, they shouldn't, you shouldn't be complacent and be like, you know, they're all just like students here, not going to steal a computer. Yeah. Let me just say computer can sell for a lot of money. Okay? <laughs> I mean, at the same time with technology nowadays, uh, a lot of things are serialized. So it's also hard to sell on the secondhand market if you're looking to sell a stolen laptop. Oh, that's true. That's true. I guess so. Yeah. But, but usually mean, when mm-hmm. I come to Starbucks to study, I just, I leave it there. So I'm one of the... Stupid ones. <laughs> no, I'm not scared. Not scared. Actually, I think Starbucks is pretty... Actually, no, it's pretty not okay. It's pretty open, yeah. actually. It's it's completely, like, accessible by the public. Mm-hmm. So then, like, someone can just walk in, take it. My friend place. left her laptop in fast also, like, outside her tutorial class, and she went to the toilet, and she came back, and her oh. laptop was gone. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, that's how, fast, that's how fast, like, a laptop can be stolen. So, you know, like, if you're studying in school, my advice is just to take your laptop. It's, as in, it's a bit inconvenient, but I think it's more inconvenient if you have to like redo your notes and buy another laptop and go through all that hassle again. Yeah. I, I mean, at the same time, people are more afraid of not having a seat when they come back, which is why they choose to leave a laptop there. But maybe so you leave floor. your bag there before you bring your laptop? No. <laughs> Well, the idea maybe is to put something not valuable there. I mean... Yeah, like water bottle. Yeah, put my umbrella because it's big. <laughs> <laughs> How big is your umbrella? Do you bring the, the normal size? No, 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 no. It's just the hand the handheld kind. But then because my umbrella is yellow, right? So I put it on the table. Then nobody has to take it because it's very bright. Oh. Like if it's black and red, like unsuspecting, right? Then people will just like take it away, you know, that kind of thing. But if it's yellow and it's bright or like some very like as long as you put something on the table that is like very eye-catching, mm. like bright. I don't think like, people it makes are it, like it's a clear signal that it's choked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like those yeah. unsuspecting kind just sitting there. I wonder if it works if you put a tissue paper there. Will people Honestly, like, it's a pretty common, like, I think, I think, like, it's a common understanding that if you see a tissue paper, like, if, if you see a tissue paper packed on the table, then it means mm-hmm. that the table is choked. So, unless, like, you meet, like, people who don't, who, who aren't local, maybe? Or, like, if they don't really understand the local context, then... Dude, take it mm, and use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it and use, free tissue. Maybe I can try next time. I'll, I'll update y'all on how free it goes. real estate. <laughs> 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 Anyways, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so today we'll be talking about, you know, how we cope with, um, you know, working from home. Like, how's that been for us? As well as, like, studying from home. Because, you know, like, I think we work, we were working, like, before before school started. Mm-hmm. As in, JB is still working. He's a hustler. And Ooh. I was working as well. So, you know, we'll just, like, briefly share that. What about you, Lydia? Were you working? Like, Oh, yeah, I was working during recess week. <laughs> what, girl? Like, working as in, like, studying or, like, working, working? Oh, um, I have a part-time job. Is it, is it still at the Dempsey Hill place? No, it's not. Okay, it's not. <laughs> oh, no more? Okay. Well, no, what part-time job one. are you working? Uh, I don't know if I want to say. No, okay, <laughs> okay flip! Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, um, sorry, just to let you all know, I'll only be joining for this first talk set, so, I guess treasure your time with me. <laughs> <laughs> I always treasure my time with you. What do you mean? <laughs> I told this to the other show as well, because um, I had to stand in for, for Lakshmi in uh, Hot Takes. Yeah, so if that's why my... 
so that's why my voice sounds familiar. Because you're in every show this week. Yeah, like just this week, I had to stand in for many people. I think I think that because of the exam stress, that's why everyone's falling sick. Like JD is sick as well. I'm not very mm. sure why, but like she was pretty okay last week when we saw her. Mm. Yeah, and I feel that like I'm falling sick. I feel like you know, I think it's because of the lack of sleep. You know, like we're rushing assignments. Yeah, I've been sleeping like I've been sleeping in like naps. So it's Ooh, not, I haven't been sleeping oh in like full like sleep cycle. <laughs> so I've been like doing my work, then I eat. Actually, I, like my whole breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of schedule is like very messed up right now. I, like, I'm not very sure like which meal I'm at right now. I don't think I had lunch. <laughs> did I? I had breakfast. Okay, anyway, so I've been sleeping in like nap durations. Like so four it's hours, like, four hours. Yeah, four hours, then you feel recharged, right? And then, then after that, hours. you need to crash again like shortly. Yeah. Oh, not really shortly after. I think it lasts you for quite a good while and you feel like very awake. Yeah. Then after that, I sleep another like two, three hours and then I wake up. But last night, because I had two submissions due today, right? Yes. I think my brain just couldn't shut off. Okay, I think, so you couldn't sleep? Yeah, I was doing my work until like one or two last night. Mm. And then I crashed. Like I actually crashed on my bed. You know that feeling, oh. right? I literally just like... Okay, so I like was typing my stuff on the bed with my laptop like this. And then... I saw my blanket and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, like stretch the wall. And I like I lay down on the blanket and I fell asleep. I actually knocked out. Wow. Oh my god, what time did you it wake was, up? Like, Congrats. No, and then because my mind was very awake, right? Like from all the world. Like, I know I have work to do. Then I woke up at like four o'clock, I think. I checked my phone four o'clock, but I was really, really tired. Mm. I saw four o'clock and then my lights were on, everything was still on, so I was a bit like out of it. And then I went closed my eyes for one more. And then next thing I knew it was five. <laughs> so the whole night I just kept waking up. And then this morning I had 9 a.m. class. Oh. So I had to wake up at like eight. Oh my god. Yeah, so it was like, I think I didn't really get a good sleep. It was just like, like waking up, I'm going to sleep, wake up, go sleep kind of thing. I hate that. I hate it when that happens. Eh. It's the stress, guys. Yeah, it's like, it's like on paper, right, you have like seven or eight hours. But like in reality, you're like waking up every other hour and sucks. It just sucks because like, you know, you, you you feel like you don't really get deep sleep. Mm. And like, yeah, you're kind of just like floating in and out of facts in my brain. Consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Like, I mean, like, this week being a, exam week, I also experienced this kind of waking up every one hour. And then, uh, it's the for, for the fear of, like, missing your exam. Because the exam is, like, oh, 10 a.m. Yeah. And then, usually, you're not awake. So, you're, like, waking up at, like, 8 a.m., Yeah, 9 I get what you mean. Yeah. I get what you mean. Okay, oh. Yeah, but this is... Mm-hmm. You can yeah. go ahead. Speaking <laughs> of the naps, right? Yeah. You remember, you remember yesterday or something? I messaged you and I said I missed the class. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, because I sleep in naps, right? So I kind of lost track of time. Before that, <gasps> I had a lecture. Too? Before that, I had a lecture. Uh-huh. And then lectures normally end at the 35 mark. Uh-huh. Yes. So yes. I was going to take a nap because I haven't slept for like quite a while. Like oh, in like... the morning before the first lecture, I had a tutorial also. So, you know, then I wanted to sleep for like 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. But when I woke up, it was like, because the other lecture was one hour. I slept through the whole lecture and I woke up like slightly after the lecture and then I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I was like Happens juggling my midterm. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, this is not a really um healthy way to approach things. So like, we <laughs> encourage y'all to, you know, like get an adequate rest and like you know, if you have midterm, study hard, but also don't don't stay up too much. Yeah, rest have a good enough rest because if you have a good rest, I'm sure you will study better too. Yeah. Like wise I, words from Javier. Yeah, wise words indeed. <laughs> like I want to say it's time management also, but it's not really time management. You know, it's just so many things happening because it's midterm. So they like in order to prevent you from cheating, they give like they release the papers like slightly closer to the the deadline. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, for me, uh, mm-hmm. if like I want to start early, but I can't start early also because you know it only comes out like for example like Saturday Sunday. That's the start of the week, right? <laughs> and then. I start then, but then my tutorials and everything start in the in the week goes on as well, right? So it's not really so much of like time management. I think I really try my best to like start early. But even if I start early, I think everything just like piles up, especially when the yeah. tutorials start. Yeah. yeah. So I think one thing that we, you can do is definitely planning out on calendar, like what you're gonna do at specific timing, and planning out your rest and break times. I think this definitely helps, and you must force yourself to strictly follow it, because it helps for me, and I find it to be more productive this way. Because you already plan out what you want to do at what timing. Rather than having to think, what is the next thing on my list? What else do I still have to do? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Listen to the Dean Lister, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's so organised. It's like, uh, a new it's, re- it's, it's uncommon. <laughs> it's, com- it's uncommon to see people disorganised, honestly. I think like by now, right, it's just like a go with the flow. Kind of like, you know you have submission, just go, ah, submit, lah, submit. Lah. It's like, at this point, right, I just, I just get, I get out of the way. <laughs> Okay, but you know, like uh, whether you're organized or disorganized, we hope everyone has a good midterm week. Hopefully, it's ending. Hopefully, it ended for most. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> and we hope you all do well. I guess. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. 
Okay, um, no, we're going to talk about working from home. Yeah. You know, JBL, I think since you're the hustler, you can start us off. <laughs> uh, I think for for my job, it didn't really change much as I'm a content writer for a, a company, for a news website. So as a content writer, we, we usually work from home even if it is during the non-pandemic period. So, however, I still have to go down to, as I'm a property reviewer, so I still have to go down to show flats to visit and take pictures for the use in our website. So, however, definitely there are more protocols in place, such as we have to plan ahead one by one week, which site we want to go and make appointments, rather than just walk in like what we usually do. <laughs> so, and this is definitely the, one of the biggest change for me. But working from home definitely is something that I really enjoy because if you study and work from home, then you, you can do everything in the same place instead of like having to travel. And oh, wasting time on traveling. That's yeah, true, that's but true. that's also like one of the, I guess like one of the disadvantages of working from home, right? Because like, now that everything is like um in the same space for you, then it's harder for some people to, you know, like get a better like work-life balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and kind of like separate their, distinguish their like work times and like, you know, like relaxing, I guess relaxation times. Yeah, and it can lead to like a bit of like, mental health issues or like you know a bit of like overstressing and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah but like I there's hope it no hasn't... clear distinction between like when it's work time and when it's time for rest yeah, yeah correct yeah correct. I agree I agree yeah. yeah how's your work from home experience okay so you know I was working for the film shop right I mean I still am working for the film shop and then the film shop is like a physical like I have to be there physically for me to like pack the orders and mail so I think it was it was quite hard for me because um Oh, and in that period, like, of Circuit Breaker, there were a lot of people, I think, out of, like, boredom or something. Then they just wanted to start something, like, a new hobby. So they were buying a lot of, like, film cameras. So the sales went up. But I think, like, in terms of manpower, because there was a limit, right? And then we didn't want, like, all of us to be activated. So I think that, like, I think that kind of was, like, the flow of work was affected. Yeah, in that sense. And then, like, because we couldn't bring it home. Oh, our office is, like, in a school. Like, it's within a school compound. So, like, um, they have, like, a lot of protocols and all that kind of thing in mm. place. Mm. Like, I think it just disrupts the whole workflow, kind of. Yeah, and this was the same for, like, many, like, businesses out there, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, they have to limit, like, the number of workers, the number of customers. Many of them couldn't, couldn't have, like, actual customers at all. They had to, like, switch to online and stuff. So then mm. I guess for Janelle, like, it's fortunate that your business was online in the first place. Yeah, that yeah, that's you all had to pack orders. Uh, in person, which mm-hmm. is, you know, something that can't be helped. But it's good that y'all took the, y'all followed the protocols and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. like like, um, I guess it's a good thing that we have, like, institutions like this that put in place, uh, I guess, like, health and safety regulations that really help keep the, keep everything, and everything going. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I think I feel very safe, like, when they have all these, like, temperature checking, checking, like, you know, all those, like, identity checks yeah yeah it helps to like minimize like contact and stuff oh and i think like one thing from work that affected us right was that like we sourced from overseas like a lot of products from overseas i think like when you shop online like you know your taobao your ezbuy your shopee are all from like overseas Mm. and i think at that period because you know they were um cutting like the flights and all that stuff yeah so a lot of our stuff came late and i delayed for like a month and a half plus so i think our products all those kind of things were also like backlogged Ah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, I, um, a lot of times, like, when you when I wanted to, like, mail things out, they were like, oh, it's going to be delayed, you're not going to receive it. Like, the other party's not going to receive it by when or when. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. like, when you order stuff, like, it takes, like, over a month to 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 to, to reach. And that's mm-hmm. if, like, you're lucky, you know? Yeah. That's right, that's right. Yeah, so then, like, I guess, like, it's just... It's just something that we have to acknowledge, lah. Like, um, many business have been, many businesses have been affected, and like, regardless of this, like, we just, you know, like, it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't want to get too poetic. <laughs> I, I mean, if you think about it, it's also part in part due to the rising sub, uh, demand for like goods from overseas. When everyone's bored at home, they just like swipe Taobao and like, oh, let's just buy this. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess like consumerism. <laughs> definitely, like, it definitely, I guess, like, it definitely became more prominent because, you know, everyone's free. Okay, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully they kept their jobs. 
<laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Yeah, okay, but, but like, like okay. good point that you're brought up on consumerism. Okay, I think I from like this whole circuit breaker experience, one thing that I learned, right, is like I think I became more of a support local person. Mm. Mm. Like there were a lot of like local shops that came out, like okay, like those grandmas making like handmade masks or like local brands making earrings, clothes, like crochet items. I think I think those were very like I don't know, I just made me feel like I wanna support them because they lost their jobs like during COVID, right? Then yeah. they like end up doing like home baking and whatever just to like you know, supplement yeah. their like, lack of income. And yeah. then I think that really opened my eyes to like the severity of it and you know, like, people are actually like really, really need the funds. Like stop buying from all those big companies who are like profiting so much. Can you just like support I mean not saying like support all of them. I mean choose something that you like and then mm. but then if you ask me to choose now between like shopping at those big companies versus like supporting local. Even though local is a bit more expensive, but you pay for like the ideation, you pay for the hours they spend, the energy, yeah. the you know the what's that resources and all those kind of things. So yeah, I just I guess that kind of like changed my perspective to the whole situation about shopping and stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely like a conscious choice that uh I guess we can make to help like you know just our just people around us you know like uh, being in the same country as them you want to kind of like you know make sure that nobody falls through the cracks during these hard times and uh just kind of help each other out you know a good thing <laughs> that's yeah very but cute very cute on that note uh shall we yeah um later on we'll be um giving you some recommendations you know how to like make your studying and working at home like you know the balance that you mentioned earlier like how we can balance that mm. out and whatnot mm. and lydia has to rush for class yeah so <laughs> i gotta go thanks for having me guys bye lydia we'll catch the rest of you after short break bye Welcome back. You're tuning in to COVID Culture, only on Radio Pile, the sound of NUS. And Lydia has left us. JD isn't here and it's just me and Javier in the studio oh right no. now. Oh no. Why? Oh no! Is it a bad thing you're stuck with me? Hello? It's not a bad thing you're stuck with me, okay? Yes, I'm very definitely. It's not a bad thing. I sure? I see. Okay, never mind. I shall not comment, okay? So, moving on, you know, like, just now we talked about being organised. And like, like, the whole fact that the work from home thing changes, like, your work-life balance. And since you're a hustler, why don't you tell me how did you, like, manage that? I think for me, the most important part is definitely the separation of space in your house. You cannot be like, for example, you cannot have your studying space and your sleeping space at the same time. I think this is very important to separate your studying or working space from your sleeping space. Is because, can you imagine like having them at the same place? Like When you're working or studying, then you're like, oh, my bed is just next to me. Mm-hmm. Let's just sleep right now. I mean, do, does Janelle feel that? That's what happened to me yesterday. <laughs> I mean, last night, you know, I was doing my work and then I just lie down and then I fell asleep. Um, so, yeah, I really agree with you, you know, like the whole need for a separate space. I think that's what I tried to do also, but my study table is in my bedroom also. So it's like, you know, I stand up and I look at my bed and I feel tempted to go to my bed and that's why I do. <laughs> I end up on my bed. So I think, um, yeah, having a, like, a, having a space, like a dedicated space to do your work is good. Preferably not in your bedroom. Like, yes, definitely. Try not to have your study space in your bedroom. Because the temptation to go to sleep is actually high. high. Yeah, but like what JD said, you know, last time she said like she shared her um living room with her family. Then you know you have classes and stuff like that. So if like someone from family comes out, then they may like disrupt. Like, cause it's a common, it's a common space. I would say so. You know, the whole like, the fact that your whole family is at home as well may affect that that like study space. Like, not very conducive. Do I think, think so? that uh, one thing you can do even if you have your study room. In a study place in your room is uh, create a partition of space. I mean, you can do it by having like maybe cupboards or like those shelves in between your study space and your bedroom. Uh, yeah, your bed. So that, that you create the space and the distance between and you separate the idea of sleeping and also studying. <laughs> I think, right, the whole reason why I got a study table in my room, actually before that I didn't have, before that it was just a bedroom and I used to do my work on my bed. Because, I mean, most of the time I'm in school, right? So, I, like, make use of the tables and chairs in school. And there wasn't really, like, a need for me to have a study table until, you know, the whole COVID thing started. Um, I think another thing was that last, in that semester, we had, like, online presentations and stuff like that. And then, 
um, a lot of us, a lot of my classmates and I, had like, the background was like our bed. Or like your room. And then she said something like, um, you know, it's not very professional because, you know, we're having like a professional presentation or something like that. Like, like along those lines. And then, um, I think if I remember correctly, the virtual background wasn't accepted also because it's a whole professional, like, uh, what do you call it? A professional presentation. So like, I think that was what made me realise that I need like a proper working area, proper like space where I can go for my classes and everything like, and be in the mindset that like, oh, you know, it's for class and I had to be like, my brain has to be focused enough for class, like, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, what you said, I think that really helps. I think that, uh, what you mentioned about background, I don't think it's as important if you are in school. I mean, but like what your teacher said, professional mm-hmm. setting, definitely the background is important. Mm-hmm. However, it actually takes course. Like, for example, for my background, I act- I have a background is only because solely of uh, being a content creator and sometimes using it as a film set. However, I'm sure most people would not want to invest the money to have a proper background for like your Zoom meetings or even for lessons when you're already shelving out so much to uh, when you're shelving out so much on the equipment for home study Mm -mm. okay here's a quick hack you know if you need it like I know what I tried to do was you know you buy those green cloth the very big green cloth like green screen yes then just put it behind your cell phone then it works like a green screen. I mean, if you think about it, green cloth can buy from Daiso, like $2 only. I think it's not too bad. But I thought you said virtual background was not accepted. As in like, but it's a plain coloured background. Or you buy like those white sheet. You know, you know, like white sheet. Then you look like your background is white. I mean, that's not really virtual background. It's real. Why? You can just go and like shake it and then like tell your teacher it's real. <laughs> True. Like, as in, it's better than having like, you know, okay, your house, most people's houses are very messy. My house is very messy. I mean, there's like four people living in it. So... Oops. <laughs> but, but you know, like, having just, like, a plain background to cover all of that, I think it's definitely better than, like, everyone else in your class looking in your house. There's just... I feel like it's very, like... Like, how would I put it? Like, invades my privacy, in I a mean, sense. if you think about it, if you want to do that, why not just move your table, like, away from the... Move your table... Uh, move your table away from the wall, and then you have you sit down with the wall being your background. Oh, my I walls mean, are all covered in stuff. Like... Oh. Yeah, I paste stuff on my wall. <laughs> like, pictures of my friends, pictures of... Lots of pictures on my wall. So, you know, that doesn't really work out for me either. So, if you're like me, you know, like, you like to put things on your wall, like fairy lights and all that kind of stuff, then, you know, I guess the white cloth is the best and cheapest option. <laughs> okay, but, um, you know, just now you mentioned something about organizing, right? How would you advise... Okay, for example, me, right? Like, I cannot, like, separate my work and my playtime. Because it's all at home, right? I find it yeah. very hard. I think... You're very good at organizing. That's something that I'm not good at. Maybe you can like, you know. Are you talking about timetable wise? Do you do a timetable? <laughs> I mean, I do a timetable for my what I'm gonna do. Like for example, if you take a look at my Google Calendar, I mean, <laughs> it is just, it is filled with what I'm gonna do at what time, including travel time. All travel time and eating time is taken into consideration. Even sleeping time is planned one way beforehand. So that's how organized you can go to. I mean, there's also some flexibility, of course, if there's, like, some things that pop out. However, you can, you can also, like, try to follow the schedule as best as you can. Then, the thing, um, the main thing about that is planning ahead. Like, for example, I take mm-hmm. every Sunday. I take, for example, 15 to 30 minutes every Sunday to plan what I'm going to do for the upcoming week. So, I will be planning at what specific time, what are my goals for the day, and then breaking down how am I going to achieve the goals for the day. So by putting in, like, setting time aside to achieve each goal. So I think this is one way where you can increase your finish, your productivity and definitely be more effective in uh, finishing your targets every week. Oh, that's very interesting, very interesting. I think at that point, I didn't really think of, like, planning my whole day out. Oh, because also my sleep schedule then was, like, a mess. So I wasn't very sure what time I was going to wake up. Then I think that's why I couldn't, like, plan it like yours. And I think I'm also not very motivated. Like, you have a lot of motivation. Like, you have a lot of drive. So I think, like, that's something I respect about you that I cannot do myself. But hopefully, you know, if you're out there and you, like, need this kind of, like, organization things, hopefully JV was able to help you. Uh, for me, what did I do? Um, oh, I told you, right, I did the exercise thing. So that was kind of what kept my day going and, like, keeping me in check. Because every day at 5pm, I'll exercise. So that's kind of, like, the benchmark for me. Actually, actually, uh, since you exercise every mm-hmm. week, have you considered, like, moving your exercise time to the start of your day? Cannot. <laughs> cannot, 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 <laughs> that's, cannot. That's such, a, that's such a harsh cannot. Cannot, like, I wake up, 
I wake up, right? Okay, I have to eat first and I have to shower first. Like, before any my day can start, right? I really have to do this, like, eating and showering first before I can do anything. And then after you eat, you need time for the food to burn before you can exercise, right? Yeah. So I think that kind of, like, takes up a while. And I think by then, after you eat, right, very sleepy. <laughs> so I can't, I can't exercise then. So I wait until, like, about 5 when my food has digested and I'm, like, slightly hungry, like, before dinner. Because, like, after I exercise, then I'm very, very hungry. I can eat dinner, like, properly. Wait, this doesn't make sense. You wake up and have a meal, and then by the time the food is digested, it's already five. Okay, I mean, I play games in between. <laughs> oh, you call me out. There you go. <laughs> oh, I think I do stuff in between. I think maybe sometimes I go back to sleep. <laughs> I mean... I it's mean, not very con- It's not very productive, la, but I feel that, like, um... I guess that was kind of, like, my rest. But in the sense that I didn't just, like, idle the whole day away. I did things that I like. Sleeping is good, eh? Because I know you gave me that face, right? But I need to emphasize this, that sleep is really, really important for your health. Like, a lot of people say, like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And I also say that as a joke, like, but, you know, please don't sleep when you're dead, okay? Sleep is very important. Like, I think in a day, you need to drink water, you need to sleep, you need to eat, like, properly in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle. I, I mean, that's a given, but I mean, at the same time, I feel that if you have seven hours of sleep, I think... That's enough. I mean, how much sleep? Eight do you hours want? of sleep. You got a number wrong. It's eight hours. Oh, it's eight hours of sleep. Oops. Seven is too little. Jamie, go and sleep. No, but I think like for me, it's because I have a lot of sleep debt, like accumulated sleep debt. You know, like this whole week, then I barely slept, right? And then I feel like this exhaustion will like carry over until the next time I can actually like properly rest. So I think I did a lot of resting, like when I was at home because of the environment. That's one, and also because I felt like everything kind of slowed down for me, so that I could probably. Um, rest lah, but now that school has started again, you know, I feel that the sleep debt is coming back again, you know, I really, really need some, like, sleep. Yeah, I know the coffee is, like, gonna overdose. <laughs> I think Janelle mentioned a very good point about how everything has slowed down. Mm-hmm. Ever since, like, the transition from uh, normal school life to, like, online semester, the transition has been such that it has really slowed down our life because of we are not, we are no longer going to lecture life, so we don't have the urgency to actually watch the lecture at a, a, a appointed time slot. I mean, that's, a give, that's given if your lecturers are like mine and just choose to upload instead of having a live lecture. Oh, okay, I see, I see. So, because of that, everyone takes like, uh, they'll think in a, have a mentality that I can just do it next week or I can just mm-hmm. do it over the weekends. And they tend to procrastinate. So, because of this slowing down of life, I think this is also partially why we end up having to rush a lot of things when it comes to week 13, recess week, or even the study week before the finals. Okay, quick advice, right? Genuine advice from me is that if you have live lectures and you think that you can skip it because it's pre-recorded, I mean, it's going to be recorded and uploaded, right? Please just go for your lectures, okay? Because you know, like, when you have that allocated time to be there for the lecture and you actually show up, right? Then you'll, like, listen to the content. Like, for me, I always said that, okay, you know, I'll rewatch the lectures, then play on, like, 1 times 5, 1.5 times speed just to, like, save time and that kind of thing. But I never actually get down to, like, watching it because, like, the next week's work will just pile up some more and then, you know, I have to, like, do more things and then I'll just be like, okay, push it to next week, next week, next week. So, like, what you said, in last semester, I didn't watch lectures for, like, two modules until, like, the last week when we had to do the finals essay. Wow, do you mean, like, you didn't watch for week one? No, no, no. I mean, because half the semester was face-to-face, right? So I went for the lectures, like, diligently until they started uploading it online. And then I watched, like, maybe the first one. And then I realised that, you know, there's so much time. Then because the environment is not right, like, I just cannot focus on the lecture. So I was like, I'll watch it next week, I'll watch it next week. And then for the second half of the semester, second half of the semester, I completely didn't watch the lectures at all until, like, week 13 when there was finals. And I had to get the content, uh, and then... Yeah, that's when I started watching. Okay, this is very embarrassing. Actually, I also, <laughs> I also have fell in the same trap as uh, Janelle. Like, when the transition, when it first transitioned from uh, on, uh, offline to online, I also found the trap of like, oh, there's always next week, there's also next, mm-hmm. next week. And I was spending all my time, if you go watch, look at my phone, watch history, like the, tr- the one that tracks how much time you spend on each app. It's I a sp- lot higher, right? I spent 16 mm-hmm. hours on an app. Wait, Basically, what? I was on my, I was on my phone every single moment that I'm not sleeping. Oh my goodness. Okay, I don't think I was that bad. I just... Pro- I, think, I think I didn't really procrastinate. I just put other work as a priority because, you know, there wasn't the allocated, like, time slot anymore. So I think that was one. But yes, this is, like, legit advice, okay? If you are thinking of that, please just go for your lecture. I know it's, like, very tiring and stuff, but if you think about it, it's a lot better, like, the situation now because you can watch your lectures from home. 
you know, in the comfort of your own bed, you can like probably take a nap. Oops. You can probably take a short nap in the lecture and like wake up and still, you know, be there. But I think like if it's face-to-face lecture, you still have to factor in like your commute time and all that kind of thing. Definitely. Which is like can amount to like one hour, two hours. For me, three hours. So I think that like, I think I personally feel that um home lectures are a blessing and we shouldn't really take it for granted. Yeah, and then just go for it. Lah. As in, I think the profs will also like it if you show up for the lecture. Because, you know, okay, if like face-to-face, right, I feel like the profs will be like, you know, they can ask you questions and like, interact with you. Then they can gauge where your learning is at. But with online lecture, if you just watch the recorded one, I think there's no interaction at all. They don't really know what you understand, what you don't. Um, yeah. And I also think that... <laughs> I think that, right, because my profs are very, very nice. Like, they're very motherly. So when I have, like, lectures, right, Nobody turns on your camera because it's a very big group. Like, the group is like 80 plus people. And then, nobody actually turns on their camera. So, this prof of mine, okay, I really like her, but I won't say who. Like, she will be like, thank you for coming to our, uh, thank you for coming to my class or lecture. And then she'll like, she'll thank us. And she'll like, can you just on your video for like five seconds and say hi? And then you can turn it off. <laughs> oh my again. gosh, she's so cute. Right, she's so nice. And like, it just makes me very sad that, you know, like, the situation as it is now. Because uh, if it's face to face, I'm quite sure the prof will be a lot more like, encouraged. I guess, like, it's kind of the same, just that you, like, I think she doesn't really know if you're there or not. I, yeah. I think for eco- for me, because I take economics, it's rather different as all the lectures are uploaded. So, uh, one advice is, don't, if you can, if you're going to watch it at 1.5, make sure that you can watch it at 1.5. It's not just, it's a, there's a difference between understanding the content and knowing the content. Retweet. I, I agree with that so much. You watch it 1.5, but you don't understand. It's just like going through the motion of it without yes. catching anything. Because when I found when I did my uh lectures at one point five speed, I realized I'm taking down all the notes, but nothing is going to my brain. At the end of the two hours, I'm like, oh, okay, I watched the lecture already, but what did I actually learn? I learned nothing. I still have to rewatch the lecture again. I have to reread the notes again. By one time speed, I find myself being able to, you have more time to actually write your own notes, and while watching the lecture, and you don't have to struggle with oh, what's the next thing that he's talking about mm-hmm. so I highly recommend if you are watching at 1.5 speed be honest with yourself mm-hmm. can you really do it <laughs> I cannot yeah but I think it gives you that very like false sense of productivity and accomplishment like you finish watching the lecture you're like okay I'm done but I think like the absorption rate also is very low because you're just like trying to like as in it's just like a to-do list then you just like think okay I'm done but whether you fully like understand it or not it's a very different thing, uh, and I feel that it played out last semester because, like, when you reach the finals, then I realised that I didn't actually catch much. Like, I got the gist of it, but, like, if it's details, like, not so much. Because, you know, if you go face-to-face lecture and everything, like, the pace of it, right, I think it's a good enough pace for you to lock it in your brain or, like, at least have an impression of it. Yeah, definitely. But if you zoom through it so fast, right, and then the voice is high-pitched because it's, like, moving <laughs> faster, I really don't think you can catch, like, much. You can catch, like, a bit here and there, but I think, like, most of it you won't be able to catch. So, you know, if you're thinking of that, like, here's, here's it from us, Lord. I think it's just not a good I think there's also some, the concept of, like, the vocal memory. Like, when you hear your prof say, like, you remember his voice and then you remember, like, how he says it, then maybe during an exam you might be able to still remember some content yeah, yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. didn't read it. Mm-hmm. Like, vo- there's also vocal memory, not just, like, what you study. Yeah, okay, so okay. That, that's something that will definitely help, lah. Okay, so like one more thing, right, about working from home. Like one of the things that helped me to like focus better was um essential oils. You can't carry oh. essential oils in school, right? But you can put it at home. I mean you you just wear perfume, I just say it's my perfume. No, but essential oils is meant to like keep it calm and like when you're calm I feel like it creates the mood for like productivity. Or at least for me it helped lah. And um, I think it's good also to like let your family know that you're like studying or that kind of thing. Oh, that's definitely a very important point. Right, yeah. You have to be clear in your communication with your family, you know, let them know. I think this is so like they don't disturb you or be like, because I when you first started, my mom will be like, uh, you want to go now to the NTUC to let's go, <laughs> go shopping to see what we can buy? I was like, uh, but I'm studying. I mean, th- so you must really mark out like, if you're studying, let your... People, people around you know so that they don't Mm-mm. disturb you. I mean, even if you're friends, I'm sure people will be telegramming you at 24-7 because everyone is like free. having lectures at different times very mm-hmm. free. But you need to tell yourself that even you can off the notification for your messaging apps during the time that you are studying so that you do not get distracted. Or even better, 
leave your phone somewhere else which is not in your room or wherever you are studying. Correct, correct. I agree. I tried that before actually, like back was in my JC times. I didn't even bring my phone out when I go out to study for the whole day. So wow. you have nothing because uh, back in JC, you only have physical notes. You don't have laptop or anything. So you won't get distracted by any electronic devices because you're out outside and all you have is your notes. The only mm. way you can do is study. You have okay. nothing else to entertain you. So I think that is something that definitely helps. Uh. I think like for me, right? I think my parents were very like not used. They were not used to the idea of me being at home. And I think... I think my mom really like missed me when I was in school. Cause you know, at home, I think she shows her concern. Like, she'll come to my room and she'll be like, You wanna eat? Or like, or, like I don't know. She's like, You want food? You want bubble tea? That kind of thing. Like, even this morning, right? She was like, When I was having class, she was like, Do you wanna eat? <laughs> and I just, I just like, I can't, I can't eat while studying. Cause I feel it's very distracting, you know. Like, eat is eat time. And study, study is like study time. But because of being at home, right? The line is kind of blurred. Like, sometimes I'm like doing my class while eating. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, so I think it's just very important to be clear when you're studying when you are not. And then, like, let the people around you know so they don't, like, interrupt that, like, your chain of thought. Oh, so I wanted to ask, right, have you ever tried this app, like, the like the focus app? I think you plant a tree. Oh, I did that in uh, JC back when I, I wanted to study. And, I mean, on the off chance that I really bring my phone out for some purpose, <laughs> I actually use the app so that I will not get distracted. So, so do you find that the app is useful? No. It's because not? It's not useful because you can just, oh, I don't care about my tree, so. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a virtual tree. You don't have attachment to it. Oh, I heard, right, that every time you plant a tree, like, donation, like, something is donated to some organization. Is it true? We, um, we might not be using the same app. Oh, okay, okay. Fair. Like, I, I have a friend who, like, diligently uses the app. Like, when we study or when we go out, he will have this app and he, um, he will set it to about, like, one hour, I think. One hour, 45. I'm not very sure the duration, but he diligently uses the app just so that he can grow the tree and I'm like why are you growing the tree like why, why are you so insistent on growing the tree it's just a tree you know that kind of thing and then he's like I don't know it's just like something about the psychology of it that really helps like focus yeah, yeah I, I do agree that it helps some people but it does not help everyone you can it doesn't try help it. you <laughs> you can try it but if it doesn't work for you find something else to, that works for you the most important part is tailor tailor the solutions to your needs because there's no one perfect solution in this world Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And I also, uh, I think just a quick jump in from me, like how I focus is I use music. Okay, it's very weird because most people will be distracted by music, right? But music helps me to pace out my day in like how many songs I listen to. So, you know, if I'm spending too long or something, they'll probably take like five songs and then I know like, okay, you know, that's a bit too what long. What music do you listen to? No, just random like pop songs, like just, just regular like music on Spotify. But it helps me to pace myself out because on average, like every song is three to four minutes, right? So I think that like, if I, okay, at home, I have like a speaker and I'll just play it in the background. And I guess like the background music helps me to like pace out based on like the rhythm and stuff. Like it actually gets me going. Mm. Yeah. I know it's very weird because like some people really get distracted by music, right? But that's how I pace myself. Like using the rhythm and stuff. Like if it's a very hype music, right? Now I actually like get out of my bed and I like, start my day. Oh, I'm the opposite of you. I I like to listen to music. Okay, not when I'm trying to memorize things. <laughs> but when I'm like doing my work or like uh, doing my tutorials. But the music I listen to is like meditation music. People are like, people always say the music that I listen to will make them fall asleep. But no, it makes me calm and feel like I'm doing my work. Oh, that's good. That's good. I feel like if I'm calm, I'll fall asleep. But I guess like different people have different ways of like studying and making themselves productive. Yeah. But okay, you know, like this week has been so stressful, you know. In a bit, we'll be telling you like some movie recommendations to help you de-stress, okay? So... Don't go away. If you're very overwhelmed now, just just hang in there for one more. We'll come and help you in a bit. Okay, we'll catch you after a very short break. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome back to COVID Culture. Okay, so, you know, to unwind from this very hectic week 7, we are going to give you some ways of how to distress, like how to wind down basically. Okay, I know this week has been really tough. And first of all, I think Javier mentioned something very interesting, which is meditation. You want to share a bit more? 
I think definitely um one thing you can do is like when you're stressed is meditate and let yourself let go of all the things that you are currently mm. thinking about. <laughs> I mean, if you listen, you can try those like 10 minutes meditation guides online, YouTube, and then just listen through them and just follow them and what they recommend. I think those are friendly, for beginner friendly, and those are something that might help you. I can't guarantee that it will help you, but it might help you. So, I mean, everyone has different... Uh, diff- everyone is different, so like you, you want, it might help one, but it might not help another. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think it's a good option to consider, la. Like, just keep your options open. You know, you can try different things and see what works for you. And I think it's very interesting you brought up meditation because my boyfriend has been asking me to try it also. I <laughs> think because I'm like a generally very stressed person. Like, I'm very kanchong. Is that the word? Like, very my I'm I'm just very like panicky. Very like you know. I have a lot of things going on. So I think that's one one of his suggestions. And it works for him. So I guess like, you know, you have a friend that So works. have you tried? Not yet. Okay, so right. There's a Netflix documentary called Headspace Guide to Meditation. And I think it's pretty good. I haven't got time to like watch it yet. But I will try watching it. And I know I'll update you if it works for me. But um, my, distri- my distress mechanism, right? Actually, I feel it's not the best. But you can try. So what I do is, I play Call of Duty. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of Call of Duty? Yes, the, I, I heard of Call of Duty. But I don't like play the, the shooting games, right? Like PUBG and Call of Duty. That's, that's what I do to like de-stress. So like in between work, right? I'll just, I'll just open the game on my phone. Okay, yeah, I'm not a professional gamer. Okay, disclaimer. I play on mobile. And then I'll just, I'll just go and shoot, shoot a few people. <laughs> I'm genuinely game. curious. Yes. How do you feel distressed for killing people? <laughs> no, it's... <as> it's <laughs> just like very... I don't know how to put it. It's very satisfying when you win. Then, you know, you have, like, a lot of, like, adrenaline. Then I feel like, okay, when you play the game, right, then you have a lot of adrenaline because you want to, like, shoot people. Then everything very fast, very fast. Then after that, like, after you finish, like, when you get off the game, then you feel tired. Like, more calm because you spend a lot of the energy on the game. One problem with this, <laughs> as, as you mentioned, right, you feel satisfied when you win. But what happens you lose? Don't you feel more stressed? I feel frustrated, but then... It's also like I spend so much energy on the game, right? That I think that after I close it, like I kind of like tone down a bit. Or like if I'm very like okay, for example, if I'm doing my work, right, and I have a lot of pent up frustration, then I'll go on to all these games and then like release my frustration there. You know, it's it's just like like when you play people, then you're just like oh, they kill people. Okay, no, that sounds very, very that sounds very morbid. <laughs> that sounds very morbid. I'm so sorry. It's just a disclaimer. That's how it works for me. <laughs> um. Other methods, right, I feel, they work for me. Like, if I need a very long break, I watch, like, movies. Hey, do you watch movies? I, I, I watch uh, Chinese shows mainly. For mm-hmm. example, those variety shows where they play games. There's one that I watch where it's called... Uh, uh, where, it's a werewolf kill. It's where artists... So, like, they are, like, singers, mm-hmm. actors. They all gather to play werewolf, the game werewolf. Oh, that's fun. I mean... It is, it is fun, but at the same time, it's very stressful for the artist because it, it has become a program and the expected level for them is like on like pro level. Yeah, yeah the they co- have to like need big brain strategies and stuff like that, right? Then yeah, they the, can keep the audience. Yeah, definitely. It, and the thing is that the audience likes to flame whoever made the worst mistake. So oh, that's it's very not stressful very nice. That's not nice. Okay, that's, that, that's very interesting because I've never seen anyone like flame people who play games online because I think they do it for fun yeah I've never really seen anyone like for me I watch like similar to yours but not werewolf and I don't I don't watch Chinese artists but like I watch English not English like English speaking YouTubers play like Among Us have you heard? yes I watched for a while <laughs> I was watching this guy's toes playing Among Us well, what's, his, what's, what's his YouTube link or I don't know what's the guy you watch? this guy's toes Oh wait, Toast! Toast! Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched the whole group of them also. I watched Toast, I watched Saikuno, I watched Corpse and Valkyrie. Yeah, I sound like a nerd. But okay, I really, really like Saikuno, right? And Corpse also. I started watching from Corpse because, you know, Corpse has like very big brain moves, I feel. I started from Toast because, uh, yeah, from Hearthstone. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Understand, understand. So it's been a while. I wouldn't. I, I when I saw Among Us, I was like, oh, this this seems fun. But then I have one problem. I don't have friends to play with. No, no. Oh, that is so sad. Okay, okay, okay. I'll play with you. I'll play with you. We can we can create our own like you know game room and we can play together. 
Yeah, so I think that was one of the games that like I played a lot during Circuit Breaker-ish. Like early this year, maybe end of last year. Cause like we used to I used to like find a lot of online multiplayer games to play with my friends. So it started off with like Scribble. Scribble Scribble IO, you know that that website? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I played that. Then I played some weird online shooting game. I can't even remember the link, but it was like very pixelated. And then we played Among Us. We played Werewolf Online also. So I guess Oh, there was House Party. Was it called House, pa- House Party? Like, the game that was trending. Yeah, so we played a lot of those games. That's, I guess, like, yeah, it helps to distress. That me. sounds so fun. My friends played games that require me to use my brain. No, I, what kind of We We were playing books? games like Code Names. Oh, Code Names is fun, though. It's fun if you make it fun. No, you try having your friends give you a, a one one word and, like, five. How am I supposed to guess what, is your, what are you thinking? Okay, you know what? When JD counts back, maybe we can rent the games and we can play in studio. Then, like, you know, if we show you how... If we, like, go through the works of how the game is played, maybe, like, more people will play it. Then JV will have more friends to play it with. I, I, I mean... Oops. The only, the only games that my friends like to play are all the intellectual and, like, game theory-related games. No. And then, they are mostly math majors, so they started, like... The, uh, finding out the statistics for like all the game possibilities wow, that is and I'm just stuff. like can I get out of this game okay okay it's okay we'll make you play fun games okay maybe next week we can have like a whole section where we just play different games okay Javier you are, your wishes will come true oh yeah speaking of like things I watch but I watch a lot of Netflix do you watch a lot of Netflix I watch the only show that I watch on Netflix is Queen's Gambit <gasps> was it good I haven't watched it yet I like it because I like uh, intellectual games but at the same time uh, I, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you finish watching the whole thing? I finished halfway and then I was like, this is enough. I'm oh, you didn't finish it. Okay, I heard that it was quite a big hype about it, but I have not gotten down to watching it because I didn't have the time. Will you recommend though? I think I'll recommend it only if you like chess. Oh, I no. mean, the storyline <laughs> I find is it's okay, but it's very cliche at the same time. Oh, that's okay. I think that's true. A lot of Netflix shows are like that. Um, for show recommendations, right? Um, I have to all the boys I love three. Lydia, if you're listening to this, just stop listening here because there are a lot of spoil. Okay, I'll try not to spoil, but since you want to watch it, you know, just like don't listen. <laughs> have you watched it yet? No, to I. All I, the boys I, I love three. I mostly only watch uh, like Chinese shows. Okay, like, okay. And I don't have a Netflix account, so... Oh, yeah. Um, okay, maybe like for like just a quick for those listeners. You know, it's a very hyped up show, right? And if you watch part one, part two, like if you ask me to rate like all the three from the trilogy, right? I'll rate this as the best. The third, the third installment is the best, followed by one, the first installment, followed by the second one. So, you know, if you were very disappointed by the second installment of To All The Boys I Love Before, then I think you won't really be disappointed in this. Like, I think some pros of this show was, like, um, very good character development. Maybe, okay, I'll, I'll like, summarise it for JV, okay? So the first two parts, right, was, like, this girl who wrote, like, love letters. Like, she has, I think, like, five guys that she had a crush on in her entire life. Five so, guys? So did she write le- She wrote five love all? letters. Oh and she God. keeps it in a box. And then her sister mailed it out to the guys. Wow. And then one of the guys was like her her sister's boy, her sister's then boyfriend, but they broke up in the show. Okay, and then and then she gets together with this guy called Peter Kavinsky, who was like her her enemy slash ex best friend's boyfriend. Yeah, so they get together and they're, they're kind of cute, you know. I mean, I'm not gonna say what happens in the plot lah, but when it comes to the third one, they, I think from the trailer, like not spoiling anything from the trailer. It talks about them going to, like, college, if I remember correctly. Like, university. Wow. And, like, because they are going to different unis, so I think they were talking about, like, long distance and stuff like that. Yeah. So, basically, it's a lot of, like, growing up in that show. And I think, hmm, for I me, g- it was very heartwarming. La. I guess that's what makes it interesting. Like, it's relatable to us because we are also growing up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, it, and hence, it also talks about, like, relationships. La. I mean, um, moving on to non-Netflix related shows, I mean, if... Those anime fans out there, I mean, Ooh, anime. I, I'm sure you all have been watching Attack on Titan. <gasps> oh the my la- goodness. The last season of Attack on Titan is here. I mean, uh, I shouldn't spoil it, but it's very, very interesting. And, and, and if you have been keeping up with the manga, you already know what's going to happen. And I'm sure you're still waiting for the next manga release. Yeah, I heard it's a very, very good show. But when I saw the trailer, right, I thought it was a bit scary. As in, I'm not an anime person per se. So I don't really know the context and like what it's about. Maybe you can like summarize it briefly so that I know what it is. I mean, in the, in the thing is that uh, 
you can see in different ways. It's like mostly Titans. When the first season came out, it's Titans. We see them from the perspective of being attacked. But mm-hmm. if you actually watch through the whole story, you realize that it's actually uh, between warring nations and like how it's about a politics between different countries. I mean, there's a lot of uh, hidden themes to it that mm-hmm. you have to watch to actually find out for yourself. Oh, that's interesting. That's in- is it is it like a very long series? Will you say? Yes, it's a rather long series. There's four seasons. I mean, that's long. Yeah, I mean, but it's very. I think it's worth the watch, and it was something that I really. It was one of the shows that really kept me entertained throughout the whole se- se- uh, series. And it's also one of the shows that I really wanted more of it. Mm-hmm. So do you read the manga also when you, before watching the show? Or how, how do you go about it? Uh, no, I actually didn't watch, uh, read the manga. I, I only followed the anime seasons. Mm-hmm. But after season 3 ended, I really wanted to know what happened after that. So I went to watch the, uh, read the manga. Ah, I see, I see. Okay. Maybe I will check it out. I see, I know a lot of people are talking about it right now. But because, you know, I'm not an anime person, so I never really, like, thought of it. But since you mentioned it, and since, you know, I feel like it's kind of hyped, I'll probably go and watch it just, you know, just just for the fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, movie, I mean, we can also, there's also another anime that is not as popular among the anime community. Which but, is? Uh, the, is King, the King's Avatar 2. Oh, Season 2 has came out uh, last year, late last year. I didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. But it's free on the YouTube channel of the creators. So we can we can watch it for free on YouTube. I mean, that's one of the perks of that anime. I mean, for those who don't know what The King's Avatar is about, it follows the path of an esports gamer, an esports competitor. And after he got kicked out of a team, he rise back to the top. This is the story of how he rose back. I mean, it's for all those who are interested in esports. I think it's something that we can relate to. And this is something that we really like, despite it being rather, how do you say it? Maybe too fake because mm-hmm. there's no one that can really be so much better than the rest of his competition. But I mean, it's the protagonist. What do you expect? Correct, correct. Also, right, you said you didn't have Netflix, right? Will you be buying Disney Plus subscription? You know, Disney Plus came out this week, right? So will you, will you buy it? I will consider buying Disney Plus subscription, but right as of now, I don't have time to watch the show, so... Right? Like, I'm also thinking of it, but I just don't have the time to watch. So I feel like it's not good to buy now, right? You should buy, like, after finals or something. I do agree. Like, it, it, it might just end up, like, my Adobe account. It's, it's just, just, like, like chilling there. <laughs> like, my, I'm paying, like, $36 a month, but I'm not using it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Um, But from what I heard, a lot of people have bought already, right? And it seems that the shows are really, really good. Um, I think one show that I would want to watch from Disney Plus is WandaVision. Are you a fan of Avengers? I'm... Like Marvel. I don't really watch Avengers. The only time I got dragged to watch was the Endgame. Wait, the Endgame is part of Avengers series. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah, I think because like in the, in the whole like Marvel Avengers like series, Wanda, Wanda um, Scarlet Witch and Vision, they weren't really like main like they were there but they didn't really like develop so much on the plot so I'm very interested to see like how it plays out on Disney Plus yeah so that's one and uh oh okay so we talked about anime we talked about YouTube we talked about Chinese then we talked about English Netflix drama I have one cartoon like a cartoon series um if if you've been listening to my radio shows like since last year last year at this time I recommended this show also but it's it's called Hilda last year when I recommended it was only season 1 but now they have season 2 what is it about? Okay, so it's about um, it's a British like British cartoon. It's very different from like your regular cartoon, which is like very kiddie. I feel like this cartoon is put in like a fun way. Like it's like still cartoon enough for children to watch, but it carries a lot of like growing up messages. I think for me, I like to watch these kind of shows where like you can see the character development and like have emotional sentiment to it. Uh, fun fact, right? I've never cried over. Okay, maybe I have, but I cried watching this cartoon. Because wow. it was very sad, okay? So, like, she has a pet... Um, what do we call it? A wolf a wolf deer? I, okay, wait, like, wait, is it something in, like, real life? Or is no, it? it's a cartoon. Like, okay, it's very sad because she has, like, a pet. And the pet is called Twig. It's the, show is, the show is called Hilda, okay? And she has a pet Twig. Like, the pet's name is Twig. And then he finds his family because he's, like, he's, like, a deer from oh. the forest kind. Oh, okay. oh, she's a forest girl who moves to the city. That in the first season, was just her transitioning to the city, right? Oh. So... It showed, like, that in the first season, it was about her getting used to city life and stuff like that. And in the second one, I think it talked about, like, 
Okay, so the show, like, they have a lot of side characters that accompany her in her journeys. And in the second one, it just shows, like, how they were all, like, leaving one by one or about to leave. Oh. So I feel like, okay, it was very sad for me because, first of all, her pet, like, found her family, like, her parents and stuff. Because when, when Hilda found Twig, like, it was in the forest that, um, you know, Twig was lost and stuff like that. And then Twig had a calling from his parents and then they, like, reunited and stuff. But Twig chose her and then made me cry so badly. You should just watch, okay? I think it's episode four. I can't remember, but... Watch it and like, you know, cry. I don't know. I mean, it will make you feel good after you cry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I just... I think I really like shows with like character development. Uh. And because it, it's a whole like season long, I think you can see how she grows up and matures also. And yeah, it's just very interesting because like there are characters from the first season that you thought were, it was over already in the first season. Like you're never going to see them again. But they came back in season two and you know, it's like a different perspective. Yeah, so that's my recommendation for cartoons. I think this is definitely, as mentioned before, I mean, it's something related to, relatable to us. So mm-hmm. we tend to like these kind of things. And I mean, especially when we are growing up and seeing how, like, the growing up life, reliving our growing up years. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah, so I think those shows. Oh, and it's very cute, like, got very happy music also. So, yeah. Anyway, so we covered, like, quite a few genres. Do you have any, like, Chinese show recommendations? Like, I recently want to watch Chinese shows because I feel like Chinese shows like have a certain feel to it especially like I mean what like, kind of Chinese shows are you talking about? Taiwanese dramas are my f- not really my favourite like, but if I had to watch like Chinese shows I would watch Taiwanese dramas I don't watch Taiwanese dramas so I can't recommend I only watch variety shows I like Talu Wang <laughs> just putting it out there that I like Talu Wang <laughs> Do you, know who, do you know who that is? No, I have no idea who I is. What? You don't know who Talu Wang is? Okay, I'm going to Google and like, you know, show you. Oh, for context, the people I watch are like Chiu Feng Zhe, Cai Zi, the new generation kind, you know. Yeah, but Talu Wang is new generation also, uh, no man? Really? Look, okay, 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 I'll show you. He's so handsome, right? I don't even know who he is. He, he acted in the... I, I don't... There was the Xiao Xingyin show, you know, the woman, the Na Xin... Oh, Xiao uh, Times. The Xiao Xingyin show. He acted there? Yeah, he's the main, he's the main guy in... Sorry, I never watched the show. What? <laughs> no, okay. back then, when it came out, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like NC-16 or something. No, it was PG-13. Oh, wait, Xiao Xingyin. Oh, I, I, there was one show that was NC-16, I can't remember which one was it's it. It's this one, it's this one, it's called Our Times. Do you watch? I, I didn't watch it. Okay, never mind. See, now I have a Chinese show to recommend Javier. Wow, I feel so accomplished there. No, I mean, uh, for me, I like to see artists in, like, real-life situations. So, it's like, I watch stuff like Chen Ming Sing Yun Dong Hui, which is, like, you know, all, spa- all sports. It's a sports competition for artists. Ah, so okay, okay. You can watch them, like, competing in sports. And a lot, and you find that a lot of them, right, even though they are singers, actors, they are also very good at sports. Like, some of them are even, like, competitive level. <laughs> so, it's something that, I mean, in our generation that we are becoming today, we cannot be just one-dimensional. We have to be, like, multi-dimensional and be good at several things. I mean, it applies to life also, lah. In our current generation, we try to always upskill ourselves and be good in various things. Mm, so, and also one thing, because uh, since we are talking about relaxation, mm-hmm. I think one thing we can do is, like, making your hobby into, like, something that, uh, in a side hustle. I mean, as a hustler, this is one of the dreams that you can do. No! <laughs> I mean, we can talk about this topic next time, definitely. No, as in, like, if you if you make something that you like into your hustle, okay, personally, I feel that, like, you will start to not enjoy it. Will you? I mean, like, you look at those bakers. I mean, my mom also started home baking, and then I have, like, so many biscuits. Like, she started baking every Saturday and Sunday, and now I'm like, how do you study when the smell is, like, so strong? <gasps> Oh my god, it smells good. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Oh, I, re- I really want to live in like, a house like that where it just smells like cakes and like biscuits. <gasps> You're making me so hungry. <laughs> no, but how do you even study in there? I'll be productive. Actually, yeah. I, I'll feel like I'm in a dream, kind of. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you'll constantly be hungry and be like, can I eat now again? <laughs> no, but like, okay, I feel personally, like the line for me, like if it's work and like my relaxation or like my ho- relaxation or like hobbies, if I clump them together. Yes, it saves time in that kind of thing, but I feel that the line kind of gets blurred. Don't you feel that way? I personally don't feel that way. I mean, I do like making my side hustle, uh, my hobby in the side hustle. I mean, I think it's different as a hustler compared to someone who like, like wants to live life more chill. Yeah, I want to live life more chill. I mean, at, at the same time, you really need to like see how our hobby, I mean like, it depends also on your hobby. 
for example, if your hobbies like baking and stuff like that, I'm sure it's easier to like make oh, it yeah, make it into a side. Okay, I agree, I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. or if, if your hobby is reading, I don't know how you want to make it. I mean, unless you want to do a YouTube channel and read a whole audio, make whole book and make it audio book. I think that sounds like a very good idea, but... Yeah, I, I think for me, I speak from like experience. I, th- I think, okay, it, this really depends on the person. La. I think for you, like it really works out well. And like, maybe those home bakers, like, it works out well because they're doing what they like. But for me, I think that, you know, I used to like to write. That's a very weird fact. Yeah, I used to like to write. And then I wrote for like my, what do you call it? Before you, uh, I wrote for my poly like newspaper. It's like, yeah, and then I feel that along the way that like interest or like that passion kind of died because I was under a lot of stress to like produce articles. That sounds like my current situation now. See, so do you agree? Do you agree that it affects like your passion towards something? And to be honest, I don't have a passion to write, just saying. No, like, it's not about writing, lah, just about like your interest being like diminished because of like, like the whole context that it being like a work instead of something you like. I, I do agree, lah. I mean, like when people say, I mean, at the same time, if you think about it, people always say, find a job that you like. But at the same time, after working the job for a long time, you always still like the job anymore. I mean... If it, it pays well, I'll like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Janelle being materialistic here. No lah, it's not materialistic. As in, if you think about it, you want a job that pays well so that you can, you know, like, settle down and start a family. Or that kind of thing. Like, like if, if I have a job that doesn't pay me well and then I have to work, like, four or five jobs or, like, three jobs just to, like, you know, keep, like, Singapore standard of living, I think I think that, honestly, it's just not worth it. Because then you won't have time for any other, anything else, like. True, true. Yeah, I it's not about being materialistic. Like, I don't expect like, a 10k paying job. I just expect a job that pays me like decently well so that I can get by with just one job. Yeah. Hex, guys. Okay, <laughs> one job that pays you like decently. Definitely. I think that's all we have for distressing. And, um, you know, if, you know, just, just like stay healthy. I know this week has been really tough. Please get enough sleep, drink water, eat well. I mean, just stay healthy. Most importantly, ah, yes, stay healthy. Stay healthy. <laughs> also have enough sleep and don't get too stressed out. I, I mean, feel like a naggy mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, life goes... I mean, no matter what happens in life, you still have to continue. You still have to focus on what's going on. Focus on what's coming ahead instead of like what has happened. Life goes on. Haha, <laughs> I want to sing. Do you know the song Life Goes On? Okay, no, never mind. No, never mind, it's a trending song. Okay, maybe you are listening and you know what Life Goes On, you'll get the joke. But anyway, um, we will catch you next week. Um, same time, same place. Hopefully, JD will feel better to join us next week and, you know, maybe she can share more about, like, why she's sick. And, you know, we can, we can, like, have some fun in the studio finally with JD. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll make, like, Dalgona coffee someday. Oh yeah, we'll teach you and then we'll play the games as promised and all that kind of thing in the next few weeks, okay? So yeah, do stay tuned for that. We'll catch you next week. Once again, this has been COVID Culture with Janelle. And Javier. Yeah, see you and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to COVID Culture. Catch us on Spotify and YouTube every Sunday. Take care, stay safe and don't forget to mask up.